Hey, hey, welcome back to the Walking It Out podcast. So this week, posting this specific episode took a little longer than I anticipated. God took me through a little bit of a journey and I had to figure out what this next step and this next episode was going to look like. So this episode is going to be part one of a series called First Steps. What are the first steps of growing closer to God? What does it look like? What does the Bible say about it? And how do we do it? We're going to dive into deep things and there's going to be a lot to consider. So today, in this episode, we are talking all about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and His love. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. All right, guys, I think it's time for us to commit our lives to Jesus. It's time to truly, truly follow him. It's time to be saved. Being saved isn't just about heaven or hell, though. While that is our reality that if we don't know Jesus and accept him as our Lord and Savior, we are going to hell. But God has so much more for us on earth. Once we do begin to live for him here, he has so much more for us than just heaven or hell. And I think that we completely miss the point if we don't start living like that. This life on earth is not about us. It's not about making a beautiful life for ourselves. It's about the kingdom of God on earth. God created us to live among him. But the first humans messed up and they decided they wanted to be like God. And they sinned against him. And because of that, they created a barrier between them and God. With sin comes death. Death representing things like shame. And shame, for an example, makes us hide from God. Because the first humans made that mistake, they no longer had access to the tree of life that God gave them before, which was living in the presence of God forever. So between then and when Jesus came is the Old Testament of our Bible. You see, us as humanity mess up and sin against God over and over and over and over again. And in the Old Testament, you see God putting rules in place, but they were to protect us and help lead us back to him. But over and over again, we just kept choosing sin over God. God constantly was trying to lead us to do the right thing. He created places in which he dwelt among the people. He created opportunities for them to reconcile with him by bringing animal sacrifices, you know, for their sins. But over and over again, we just kept failing. God even appointed leaders. And there were many people who did understand and did get it right. But even those people messed up also. So God sent Jesus. Jesus was with God from the very beginning. And he sent him to earth 
to live this life being enticed and tempted, experiencing all the same pain and suffering that we do here on earth. And Jesus withstood it all and was the one perfect human. And that is because he was God in human form. And he died on the cross. A brutal death as the ultimate sacrifice for your sins, for my sins, for our sins, creating reconciliation between us and God forever so that we can have access to that tree of life again and live with God forever. So when you say yes to accepting Jesus as your Savior, you are recognizing what God did and what Jesus did and went through for you. And that the only way to God is through Jesus and what he did. Once you decide to accept that gift that Jesus freely gives us, the next step is to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is real. And he is in many of us today. But the question is, is he in you? John chapter 16, verse 7. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. Jesus talked multiple times to his disciples about the Holy Spirit. But when he spoke of this, his disciples didn't understand what he was talking about. Because he would say that when he leaves, he's going to send someone. And at that point, some of the disciples didn't even understand what he meant when he said he would leave. He explained that once he died and rose again and returned to heaven to sit at the right hand of God, then he would send the Holy Spirit to be with us and dwell among us and in us. And the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Lord, who is our comforter and our counselor on earth. It is the literal definition of not being alone. And he is powerful because he is of God. Jesus talked about them being three in one, just as he was in Christ and Christ was in God. The Holy Spirit was in them and is their spirit. And now the Holy Spirit is in us. That's why the Bible also says that our body is a temple. Because now, instead of God dwelling in a temple or a place, like he did in the Old Testament, he dwells in us. So we have to treat it that way, respecting and leaning into the Spirit of God that is in the inside of us. We have that same power that Jesus had. Think about that. The same power that was in Jesus is in us and available to us. The same power where we can pray healing over the sick, healing over the broken relationships with our parents, siblings, friends, healing over our marriages, healing over our minds, 
We can rule over the enemy and we can rebuke him and put on the armor of God that Paul talks about in Ephesians. We have nothing to fear when the power of God dwells in our souls. It's supernatural, it's powerful, and it seems so out there and impossible, but that is the beautiful mystery of our God. So that power is given to us once we decide that we want to live this life following Jesus and doing the will of God. Receiving the Holy Spirit and the gift that God gave us by sending Jesus to die on the cross for us is a lot. But when we understand God's love, it all makes sense. John chapter 14 verses 15 through 21. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by the Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Love, love is not a feeling. Love is something that you do. The word love is a verb, which is an action. And just look at how God loved us with his actions. He sent his son to die for us so that we can live in the presence of God forever, saving us, sacrificing his son, Jesus, I heard someone this past week say, I have a few people in my life that I love so much that I would die for, that I would sacrifice my life for, but I do not know one person that I would be willing to sacrifice my child's life for. And I think that's something that all of us parents can really relate to. And man, that shook me. Because I never really put that into perspective. And that's exactly what God did for you. For you, he sacrificed his son for you. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 says this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. The beautiful thing about God is he gives us a choice to love him. He doesn't make us love him. We're not his puppets where he orders us around and makes us love him because that actually wouldn't be love at all. That would be slavery. God wants genuine love from us. And that only comes from choice when we choose to love him. 
See, loving God is much more than just saying you love him. But it is opening your heart, mind, and soul to him. To allow him to transform you and make you new. But it's important to realize that's not something that we can do without him. That's something he does in us through the work of the Holy Spirit. We can do nothing apart from God. We cannot get ourselves right and then go to him and say, I'm righteous, I'm like you, so now will you accept me? Because you would be claiming that you can do that on your own. And if that were true, you wouldn't even need God. But we do because we can't do it without him. He designed us to be in relationship with him. He loves us and just wants a relationship with each of us. You see, humanity is just so evil because the sin nature that is inside of us. And God reconciled with us and gave us a savior so that we don't have to go to a holy place to encounter him anymore or sacrifice animals for our sins because he sent Jesus. We don't have to wander around just trying to do what the law says and not desiring it. Change in our hearts is what takes place now. He sent Jesus so that we could be in the presence of him daily by the Holy Spirit so that we are forgiven and set free from our sin and daily battles so that he can put in us the desires of him and fight against choosing sin and the things of this world. So you have to make a choice. You have to make a choice to love him, which means making the choice to follow him. You have to make the effort. You have to try. There is change that has to happen. It, ha- it has to take place. And that change is saying, I don't want to live that way. I don't want to live the way I've been living anymore. I want to follow God. I want to allow God to change me. I want to honor him and show him that I love him by trying, by opening my heart to this relationship with him, by being more aware of who I am now and what needs to change, making the effort to build that relationship with him by finding out more about him, being in his word, his Bible, because you want to know more, by praising by singing to him for who he is, truly loving him. So today I feel like spiritually we talked some really deep stuff because the most important thing in our walk with God and growing is this concept and this teaching and this idea. It's about accepting the gift of salvation from Jesus and what he did on the cross. It's about receiving the Holy Spirit and loving God and changing. And I want to give you an opportunity today to do that. And I also want to say 
that you may have already done this, but you may have strayed away and you may have never really truly understood what following Jesus means. And today, God has opened your ears and you understand and you see it so much more clearly than you have in the past. And for you, I also want to give that opportunity to you. I want you to feel the presence of God right now. To understand that he is constantly seeking you. The Bible says that he is at the door and he is knocking. And we can choose to open the door. He's not going to barge into our lives unannounced and make us follow him. He's seeking us, waiting for us to open the door, and to start seeking him. So right now, if you want to change, and if you want to talk to God and to tell him that you see now, I want you to pray with me. And if you know somebody... Oh man, if you know somebody that you so badly want them to see, I want you to stand in the gap right now and to put their name in this prayer and pray this prayer over their life. Just say, God, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross as the ultimate sacrifice for my sins so that I can have access to you again. Thank you for reconciling with me so that I can be in your presence, God. Holy Spirit, I pray that you fall upon me and I pray that you guide me, that you comfort me, And that you lead me in this life so that I can change. God, I love you. Jesus, thank you. I accept the gift that you freely give me. And I repent of my old ways. I repent of my sins. And I choose today to follow you, Jesus. You guys, thank you so, so much for your love and support throughout these first few episodes of my podcast. Thank you so much for sharing with your friends. Thank you so much for sharing with me the ways that God has impacted you. It's truly amazing to see the work that God is doing through this podcast. I want to personally thank my close friends who have helped me along this journey and specifically with this week's episode and um, praying over me and guiding me and just helping me through this process. I'm truly forever grateful for you guys. So share this podcast with someone who you think needs to hear this message from God and share with me if you have any more stories to share. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week when we talk about the next steps that happen after committing your life to Jesus, receiving the Holy Spirit, and loving God.